show the flyest talk show on facebook live yes we have talk shows here on facebook live and here on the tiny Burnett show we talk about the unique challenges of the 21st century african-american woman but not only do we talk about those challenges we also offer solutions okay so we're not just talking about it just to be griping and complaining we actually offer you solutions so my special guest tonight i'm not gonna hold y'all up because i know you have been chomping at the bit to see her um, and she's here. A lot of you know her from the Holy Ghost Informers, Enforcers, Holy Ghost, and all <laughs> and things black people say at the funeral and all of that. You all know her, but she's also a beautiful mom. Um, she's a songwriter, singer, she's a comedian, and she really has a heart um, for women and for women of color. And what she's doing right now, I cannot wait to share her with you. So without further ado, I'm going to bring on my special guest tonight. Miss Lexi. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hi, <laughs> How are you? I'm really well. Thank you. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So for those who don't know who you are, and I don't know who doesn't know who you a are. A lot of people. There's a whole <laughs> gang of people. <laughs> and Cruz doesn't know who I am. Uh, yeah, we can go on and on. So can you tell them just a little bit about who you are? Oh man, it's uh, I don't you know I don't know who I am. I'm a I'm a working <laughs> mother. Um, I'm a recording artist. Uh, it's so hard to answer when people ask me that. I like have no idea how to answer that. Who, <laughs> who am I? I don't know because I'm still trying to find out every day. Uh, hey, now you know what? what? I'm you trying are to speaking to us. With, you're speaking to us, and so I'm happy yeah. that you said that because a lot of women in their 30s, 40s, maybe even 50s, I would venture to say. Still are trying to figure this thing out. So I appreciate you um, for saying that. Yo, I'm I'm still I'm still a work in progress. Like for real. <laughs> question about that, and I tell people all the time. I just told someone I was just talking to this young man downstairs um, at this event that our, our true identity. This is my opinion. Mm -hmm. Our true identity is found in Christ, and mm -hmm. and so we think we know what we're here to do. We think we know our path, and some of us may have an idea. But I tell you, God is a game changer. He's the greatest one to ever do it. He's you. You talk about a flip in the script. You you talk about a, a change in in. You didn't see it coming. You think when you watch right. movies, you don't see stuff coming. I tell you, just keep living, as my grandmother would tell me. Just keep yeah, living. Yeah, my grandmother say that too. Yeah, and I didn't understand it at the time. Mm -hmm. But uh, you think you know what you're doing. But 
God reveals who you truly are as you as you keep living. So I'm still trying to figure it out. That that is fantastic. So thank you for freeing some people up. Because you probably freed some people up today from anxiety, you know, <laughs> depression, things of that nature. Because yeah. what I found, especially I'm in my 40s, I'm closer to 50 than I am to 40 now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm a brand new, brand new grandma. So, you know, I there were some times where I'm like, yo, I'm too young to be a grandmother. My daughter's 26, and I'm still talking about I'm too young to be a grandmother, you know. So <laughs> I got you. I got you. So, um, so thank you. Thank you for freeing some people up. If you are just not joining us here on Facebook Live, my name is Tanya Barnett. I am the host of the Tanya Barnett Show. Been on Facebook Live now for over a year doing weekly interviews, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on Facebook. And I bring you the best of the best of the best of African-American women who are creme de la creme, who are giving back, who are serving, who are leading by example through their lives. And we have my special guest tonight, none other than Lexi. Um, so make sure you share this out. There's going to be some nuggets drop. Some hearts are going to be changed. Minds are going to be changed through what she's sharing with us tonight. So please share this out. So Lexi, let me ask you something. So you started back back in the day, early, um, you know, early in, in the early 2000s, and yeah. you were doing comedy. Um, so what got you started in that? I've never done comedy. I've okay. never done comedy, uh, and I. Now I do skits on YouTube, but um, I, I just do skits. I'm not a comedian. People try okay. to say, oh, you're a comedian. Absolutely not. Okay. But I just started doing skits recently in the recent, like, four years or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was just something. Somebody uh, dared me to do it. And they said, you're so stupid off camera. <laughs> you know, why doesn't anybody know how crazy you are? And so I just, they dared me to do it. I put something up on YouTube, and then I just kept doing it. And now wow. I don't have the time to do it. Now, like, I'm all over the place because I'm a singer first. Mm-hmm. And so I don't have the time. People are like, when are you going to put some more stuff on YouTube? I'm like, I just I have to have the time to do it. Right, right, yeah. right. Wow, that is fantastic. So the topic that we're going to be talking about tonight is uncovering your passion after loss. Um, and so um, some of the show notes that I received was that you did have a loss. You you, um, you lost your husband and that that passion for singing kind of went away. Um, it went away. It was gone. OK, OK, it was gone. OK, yeah. 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 So for. For women who are watching right now who are dealing with, with something similar, it could be a job, a child, you know, whatever those things are. What were some of the steps that you took to start to build your way back out of that? I went to therapy and mm. a lot of, we don't talk about therapy. Um, black folks don't. We, we, mm. we, I don't know if we think it's a stigma. We're trying to come out of it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I did go to therapy, but I didn't go to therapy right away. Okay. And I, very big mistake. And I told someone that I just ran into, I ended up talking to them for about an hour. It was a young man. He lost both of his parents within a year. And Mm -hmm. I sat down with him and I just began to talk with him and told him, nobody's been through what you've been through. People don't understand loss until they've experienced loss. They can say, oh, I'm so sorry for your loss, but you don't understand what it is. And uh, to lose someone until you actually lose them. So to come out of it, I didn't bring myself out of it. It was it was literally God that pulled me out of a very hard place. I was on medication, and I and I and I encourage you, if you need help, if you need to go see someone and they prescribe something for you, take it for God's sake. It it might take you bring you from going into a very deep dark place. The medicine yeah. helped me. It helped me not to go into such a depressed state. Okay. Um, and he, and I got off of it uh, within a year. 
uh, it might have been sooner than that. I can't remember. Everything during that time was a blur. But what wow. I want to you know, express to everybody is getting help is a must. Taking care of yourself is a must. And that's what we do. When we go through a hard loss, we stop taking care of ourselves. Mm. And, and we, we just don't care anymore. But we can't do that. And mm. I would have had someone that was next to me, helping me, pull me up and to tell me that. But that's why I'm here. To tell people, wow. yeah, yeah, don't don't forget about yourself. I stopped going. I stopped getting checkups. I didn't even go to the dentist. I, I didn't go, you know, I didn't do anything. And and my mom is a doctor, but I just I didn't want to do anything. Right. So yeah. So yeah. So how how were you able to um, take care of your son because he was also experiencing loss as well? So how were you able to do both? Yeah, he was three years old when his father died, so he didn't know he didn't understand everything, but. His grandmother, my husband's mother, uh, was very uh, instrumental in helping me during that time because I couldn't help him. I really couldn't help myself. The only thing that I could honestly do is get up, uh, shower sometimes, and get him to her or get him to daycare and go right. and pick him up. I didn't have much to offer at that time. And a lot of people experience that. We're just kind of walking shells, mm. you know, and uh, I, I operated on that. For about two years, man, okay. uh, two, two, or two, two years I operated like that, just on autopilot. Right. And, uh, but, but one day God brought me out. I made a lot of mistakes during that time being on autopilot because you just okay. want the pain to stop. So what I did is I married someone that I didn't love. Two years wow. after my husband died because I didn't want to feel the pain. I didn't want to cry anymore. And this person made me laugh. But now in my right mind, Tanya, I would never, ever date him, let alone marry him. Grief and loss and desperation and loneliness will take you to a place that you didn't sign up for. Wow. That loneliness, that empty space, no matter what it is, if you didn't lose anybody, if you're so lonely, sometimes we make mistakes and allow people to get into a space with us that we normally wouldn't do if right. we knew how to counter that loneliness or counter mm. that dark space. Mm. You know, that, that is so true because um, I was recently on um, a Warfare Network on a new television show. It's called Black Love. And my husband and I share about my emotional affair. And so what you're talking about is exactly what I experienced. And so now I'm working with women. I'm actually working with a therapist that has me come in and she does the therapy part, but I do the practical part. And I show them the clues on what happened, like step by step, how I was, how I fell into an emotional affair over a year. It lasted a whole entire year. And I was actually exposed on Facebook, yeah. <laughs> you know, but it was, it was the same thing. I, I was lonely in my marriage, 13 years of my marriage. I was lonely and I found myself in that space. And so now my goal is to give women hope to say, Hey, once, once you start getting those pains, start communicating, get that help, get therapy. Again, I didn't get therapy until after I was caught. After the fact. Yeah. 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 Too well. So let me ask you something. I'm gonna ask you something a little controversial. Um, you talk. <laughs> I love it. So you talked about taking medication, and you're a woman of God. Did you have any struggle with that, with taking the medication and being a Christian, or were you like, "Yo, this is what I need. I gotta get get this taken care of." Again, my mother's a doctor, so all of that is out the window. Okay. I believe in medication if it helps. I believe in I believe in therapy if it helps. I believe in working out. I believe in all of it. It all works. It all has its place. Now, let me tell you something else. God saved me for a reason because I could care less 
what people think. I wow. really am the right person for the job because I honestly really don't care. I care a little like this much, but honestly, if it's about my well-being and me getting better, I could care less. Which I'll take the peel right in front of you. I'll swallow right in front of you without water. <laughs> and ask you if you need one. Right, 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 right. Because there is a stigma um, behind therapy and Christians. You know, yeah. I, I've heard people um, when when um, Kate Spade took her life, and then Anthony Bourdain took his life, and people were like, "Oh, well, you know, that's that's darkness, and you know, you should seek Jesus, and you know, all these other things." And what I was saying was, you can seek Jesus and therapy. Do both of them at the same time. Here's the thing: Jesus was never against therapy. Jesus, Jesus is not against therapy. Well, who says you have to have one and not the other? It's just, it's right. ridiculous. Um, there's there's nothing wrong with that. When you go to therapy, it doesn't mean it was God's going to be mad at you because you went to therapy. Oh, he's not enough. God gets it. He's not offended. He's a real big God. He he, he gets it. He's he's not. People think that God is so easily offended and he's not. And mm. so, yeah, go get therapy. That's why we have doctors. Doctors do their jobs. Right. There's nothing right. wrong Wow, I love it. I love it so so much. So you have a new album coming out. Your new album actually is out. It's out um, called Just Listen. And it's a little yeah. different from your regular vibe. And so can you tell us a little bit about Just Listen? Why even the title Just Listen? Just Listen is, you know, I've been gone for, for so long, Tanya, that uh, we just want you to listen to the new vibe. Listen to the new me after going through what I've been through, I can, I wrote on this album um, okay. and from a place, from a place of where I am now. It's a whole new life. It's a whole new me. I'm experiencing things differently than, than I have before. A renewed sense of I'm supposed to be here. I'm supposed to be doing this. I'm finding myself, as we say. Mm -hmm. uh, so just listen to what we're offering on this project. Wow, that is amazing. And it happens to be the title of a, of of one of my songs on the album. One of the, albums, <laughs> the songs is called uh, "Listen." Just listen. Awesome, awesome. And so you also are very um, you're a proponent for health, and you ran a five k. So that's exciting to me because I'm a two time marathoner and a two time triathlete. <laughs> okay, I'll do it again. <laughs> right, right, right. It's hard. Um, I'm not a runner. Mm -hmm. That's not what I do. I hate running. It sucks so bad. But <laughs> my record company, EJ, said, um, you know, it's National Running Day is coming up. You should do something. You should run. I'm like, dude, I'm not a runner. Yeah, but you work out. You can do it. And so it was kind of like almost a challenge and a dare. Mm -hmm. So I did it. And EJ sucks. And uh, <laughs> I did it. And I hurt. I just, oh, I hurt all over the next day. I, oh. I get out there and I... I, I uh, like today I did 45 minutes on the Stairmaster here at the hotel. Okay. And, uh, I'll do it tomorrow morning. Uh, so I make sure that I get it in four or five days a week, but I got tired of myself. I got tired of not being able to zip up my clothes. I got tired of being pissed off at myself, going into the dressing room and not being able to wear what I wanted to wear and seeing cute stuff. And I, da, 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 da. and I did this for years. I got tired of not being consistent at the gym. I would go to the gym for two months, get hyped up at the beginning of the year, like everybody else. And then, you know, not go for the rest of the year. And right. I asked God, I said, I really want to be consistent. And so I think it really was the Holy Spirit that began to trouble me when I would not work out. It began to be a problem. Like I started thinking about it more than I used to. Like, and it began, like, it would irk me that I, and so it would irk me so bad that it would make me get up and go and work out. 
And so I just began to do it. And now it's a thing. Now I'm one of those consistent people that I heard about that I used to see all the time at the gym. Like you ever go to the gym for two months and then stop. And when you go back to the gym, you see this one person that's always in the gym. And I hated that. I was like, oh, if they can do it, why, why can't I do it? Right. Now I'm one of those people. You'll always see me at the gym. And I'm glad to be a part of that. Yay. I'm so excited for you. I remember when I started my journey, there was this one chick. She would just be running and running and running. I'd be yes. so mad at her. I'm so mad. <laughs> It was, the same, it was the same white girl that would be at the gym and that girl would get on that treadmill and she would run at like 7.0. That girl was getting it. And I would drop off for six months. I would come back. Same girl, same yeah. treadmill, body was banging. She got, she did that. I still right. remember this day. And right. I don't even go to that gym anymore. I'm sure she's still running. I saw her <laughs> run when she was pregnant. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> you got that life. You got that life. <laughs> oh man, and, and it's so true. And consistency is part of discipline, and discipline really is something that will propel us to greatness. And I think that's why you're doing everything that you're doing in excellence. Um, and so I'm just so so, so super excited um, for you. Thank so you. you wrote some of your songs, yes, I did for your album. Um, and so what was that experience like? Well, I mean, it's just like getting it uh, off your chest, writing some things that. You know, you listen, I listen to a track. I, I, I don't, I usually don't write without a track, but when okay. I listen to it, get a vibe of what I want to talk about. And then I just kind of go from my experiences. And it's so cool to be able to sing lyrics that you wrote. That's like a really, really good feeling. Cause it's like, I really accomplished something and it makes you want to sing it even more. It's like, I wrote it. I did that. <laughs> well, I like it. <laughs> And it looks like you um you did something with Dawkins and Dawkins. I love Dawkins and Dawkins. Yeah, I love them. They they're great, and you know I've been knowing them since I was a teenager. So getting yeah. back to them, it's like it, they're family. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I think they were the first together. between them and Ben Tanker. I think that was the first time I heard gospel jazz, and I was yeah. just like blown away. You know, back then. So right. when we're not working together, they'll text me or I they'll send me videos of them and you know stuff like that. Anson is a vegan, Eric and Anson. Anson is a vegan, so we all hate him. <laughs> oh, there we go. Yeah. Okay, there you go. <laughs> and, and so and so I I love them both. They're awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So where can people find your your album and are you going on tour anytime soon? Well, you know, it's so funny. People always talk about tours. Tours really aren't as important as people think that they are. Tours okay. are cool. But singing constantly is what every artist wants. Mm-hmm. And that's what and that's what I want. And that's what we're working towards. So tour, not so much. Okay. Um, and, but we're doing a lot of one-offs, going into these churches and doing my thing, mm-hmm. going into different you know, places and singing. So that's what's important to me. Um, just getting out there with the people. You can get my album anywhere. You can go on social, <laughs> I was gonna say social media. You can go anywhere, uh, Google Play, Spotify, Apple Music. Uh, Amazon, anywhere digitally where music is sold and Walmart stores. Okay, awesome, awesome. Listen, so. <laughs> and what what is the major takeaway that you want people to, to when they when they're done listening to this album? What do you want people to feel or take away from it? I say it all the time that music is subjective, just like a painting. If you look at a painting, you look at it, you say, "Oh, I can see that." I look at it, I don't see what you saw. I see something else. Music is the same way. 
So when you hear my song, it's not like I wrote it for Eric Nansen or we wrote it for you to get one specific thing out of it. Mm -hmm. Whatever you need God to do, whatever part you need God to heal, I hope you get that in my music, whatever that is for you. That's what I want people to get. I want them to be touched in their way, not mm -hmm. the way I want them to be touched. Right. You know what you want to get from it. Yeah. That is beautiful. That Amen. is beautiful. So let me ask you, I, I know you said you work out. And so one of the things we talk about the 21st century woman here on the Tanya Barnett show, other than working out, how do you do self-care? Because you are a working mom. What do you do for self-care? Oh, what are you talking about? I get my nails done. I get my uh -huh. did. I get my hair did. I go out and buy makeup. I go buy makeup brushes. Oh, I take care of me. I buy new bras, new panties. Every let me let me tell you something. If if I get in an accident, I'm always tightened up. You hear me? <laughs> I'm always tightened up. Everything's gonna match. I said that when I was younger, when I was in college, I couldn't afford anything. I said when I get older, I'm gonna have several things. One, I'm gonna have a bunch of towels. Why I want a bunch of towels? I don't know. I want a closet full of clean towels. I want that. My mother was in med school uh, and she was studying all her life. So we we hodgepodge. We just like. We didn't have a washer and dryer. So I said, when I get older, I want to have towels, a lot of silverware, mm -hmm. and I want my bra and panties to match every single day. And I'm obsessive about my undergarments matching. Hello, somebody. That's how right. I take care of myself. All right. Okay. And y'all know I have the Real Wife Movement. I always talk to my ladies about making sure your undergarments are tight and right. Always. No, no string. No. No, no elastic hanging out. No wire coming out and pinching you on the side. Throw the bra away. Stop it. Stop it. I say that all the time. No, yes. no, no loose elastic bands. Throw no. away. Tighten it up. Yeah. Tighten it too. You'll be all right. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, Lexi, thank you so much for dropping by the Tanya Barnett show today. Okay. I'm so super excited. I love, love, love the title cut of your album. Um, and I'm just honored that you said yes to taking the time, inspiring us, um, just and talking about therapy. I think it's so, so key, especially for believers to talk about therapy and the importance of it. And it doesn't diminish God's power. Yeah. It actually empowers you to be a better version of yourself with his word. Um, and the Bible says, seek wise counsel. So, I mean, counseling. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. That's it. Absolutely. Well, is there any parting words you would like to leave with the women who are watching um, live right now? Something to encourage them to keep going or whatever it is that you want to encourage them with. Well, let me talk to you. Okay. I think you're awesome. And hearing your story, I didn't know your story. It's, mm -hmm. It takes a big woman to say I've made some mistakes in my life. And uh, it was public mistakes. Mm -hmm. The mistake that was made public, as you said. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty, pretty big to be able to live from that place. And you're able to do that and help others from that place. It's really big for you to do. And I'm glad that you're doing it. So other women... I'll talk to them some other time, but I want to talk to you and say that you're awesome, you're beautiful, and your inside pours out to the outside, and I love it. Wow. I love it. Thank I'm glad to be here. Yeah. Thank you. Glad thank to be you. Here. I'm so honored. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to jump off here before I get emotional. That was just, I wasn't expecting that. Thank it's you. True. Yeah. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, y'all. Well, this is Tanya here on the Tanya Barnett Show. I'm so super excited to have my special guest with me tonight. None other than Miss Lexi. Make sure you check her out. Just Listen is her new album. Make sure you support. Y'all know what I say. Sharing is caring. 
If, if that's not your, your your style or your vibe, share it with somebody else who you know may rock with it. Um, and support. We are all about supporting our sisters here on the Tiny Bunnett Show. So I will see you all next Monday um, right here on the Tiny Bunnett Show on Facebook Live. Talk to you later. It's the Tiny Bunnett Show. Entrepreneurship, motherhood, marriage, divorce, dating, healthy living, and driving a horse. Get your life right.